Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is a show where we choose a genre every month, and then we go over some of the best and worst. I don't think we've done, actually, a completely terrible episode, but... No, just terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Movies in that genre. So we are finishing up with disaster films, and we're going through all the different elements it comes with disaster films, and we did a volcano one, did a tornado one, and we did a asteroid one. That's an element, I guess. So now we are finishing up with earthquakes. So that's something that's a little more prevalent to Katie and I because we live in California, literally on the fault line. Have yes. Fun. So this story, uh, oh well, the movie it's called San Andreas from 2015. And no, CJ is not in this. I wish he was. Yeah, CJ. (laughs) Oh, man, that'd be so cool if you... Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) He on fire. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the plot, it centers around an earthquake caused by the San Andreas Fault just having its way with Los Angeles and San Francisco. Just absolutely destroying these places. So and LA. Well, I said Los Angeles oh, okay. and San Francisco. Okay. Uh, absolutely destroying them. And then The Rock. Hey, it's The Rock. He is trying to save his family and a few other people, but mainly his family. His family. He don't give a fuck about anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's good. It, it's a pretty solid action film. It's actiony, but it's. You know, it's that type of disaster film where it's all you can do is run. That's all you can really do. And it's just I call it more thriller than action. <coughs> thriller is a thriller pro- appropriate term. That could that could work. I mean, yeah, it's that thing you can't stop it. All you can do is just scoot off. <laughs> and they did a lot of scooting. So, uh, but this film it is chock full of famous people. So we got Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know, I would just be calling him the Rock in this because his name is what. Rick? Ray. Ray. See, I don't even know his name. You call me Ray. You call me Jake. But uh, uh, Carla Gugino? Gugino? Mm. I just remember her from uh, Sin City. And my girl, Alexandra Daddario. Hey, it's Mary Beth from Percy Jackson Films. And just all the other films that she's in. And she looks beautiful. Oh, we got Paul Giamatti in this. He's like the he's the scientist that knows this shit's going down before anybody else. He's and a seismologist. Yeah, well, he was talking about scientists don't know if anyway, he scientifically <laughs> investigates <laughs> seismic activity. Uh, but yeah, no, there's uh, tons of really cool people in it. Kylie Minogue is in this film. Really? Yes. And she, her name was toward the top two, and she's only in it for, I would say, three minutes. She has a couple more. I that was her. Yeah. The, uh, the shitty dude's sister. <laughs> I was like, that's Kylie Minogue. Oh, and hey, the shitty boyfriend in this? Hey, it's Mr. Fantastic from the, the all right Fantastic Four movies. I was like, oh, you're the bad guy? Ew. He's real bad. Uh, but no, there's tons of really cool people in this film. Uh, I, I liked it. I like just about every movie with The Rock in it. They, they're not 
I don't know. I don't think there's a super terrible one out there. Some are just all right. Like the one where he's like the tooth fairy and he gets some like Sean Hobbs. This is absolutely solid. So um, this one's a little bit closer to Sean Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw. I said that weird. Yeah. Calvin and Hobbs. But um, <laughs> no, it, it's a fun one. So um, it starts out with a cool little, hey, let's see The Rock do what he does best. And he saves people. So he, he uh, what is what is he? He's a Los Angeles Fire Department helicopter rescue pilot. Uh, he did military time. I didn't say what he was. It's hella rescue. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what branch that would, I guess, Air Force. But Army. Yeah, it'd be Army. So uh, he did his time. So he's that type of dude. He has all the training. He's like, I can do this, this, and that. And he shows off what he can do. So uh, they actually save a young girl that's, uh, her car is dangerously about to just get her murdered. And so they they help her out. And so it's like, okay, cool. So he's got a sweet-ass helicopter. A seismologist, hey, it's Paul Giamatti and his buddy. Um, they realize that um, they have this new model. And if the model is right, then that means they are able to actually detect earthquakes. And so they're really pumped about it. Just like, hey, just like in Twister, you remember that? Where they were trying to, you know, get to it. This is what they're trying to do. So they head to Hoover Dam to test it out. And they discover that around the Hoover Dam, it has a fault there. And they didn't know before. And a 7.1 magnitude earthquake destroys Hoover Dam and kills Paul Giamatti's buddy. And so he gets like a pipe through the foot and then he just gets swept away. So, um, yeah, like Hoover Dam got destroyed in this. I was like, God damn. But um, so the Paul Giamatti, he discovers that the San Andreas fault, the whole fault, the whole damn fault is shifting and it's going to cause this stupid just series of earthquakes coming up and he tells california (laughs) honestly that it's gonna get bad it's gonna get really bad he's like well who do we tell who do we warn he's like everybody so um our boy the rock ray he is on his way to hoover dam to help do rescue missions there and um he is dealing with a ongoing divorce with his wife Hey, just like Twister, uh, Emma. And so um, he's dealing with all of that stuff. They don't talk about why they broke up at first, but then they actually have a pretty solid reason why. Well, it could be a solid reason why it just didn't work out with him and stuff like that. So he is on his way to Hoover Dam, but he actually gets a call from Emma while well, he's talking to her. And she's in a skyscraper in LA and a 9.1 magnitude earthquake goes off so the scale goes from zero to ten and the highest i've read was a six a 9.6 but then some people are saying it might have been 9.4 or 5 um at that instance that's so strong that it can make other earthquakes happen in other places so the viability of la having a earthquake and san francisco feels it and has a bad one 
that's actually really viable because it's happened multiple times mm -hmm. in life. So LA gets this ridiculous earthquake and Emma, she's actually at a meal with her new boyfriend's sister. Uh, she's trying to figure out and see if she's like a gold digger or anything like that. So, um, hey, it's Kylie Minogue. And then after, when the earthquake is happening, Ray on the phone tells Emma, hey, get to the roof. I can get there real quick and I can pick you up and any other survivors. Just get to the roof. And Kylie Minogue is like, fuck that noise. I'm going out this door. And then Emma opens the door a couple seconds later and it's just outside. So that whole part of the skyscraper is gone. I was like, good God. Uh, it shows tons of people getting murdered in different ways. People on fire. People falling off of buildings. It was, it was pretty wild. So Emma, she makes her way up to the rooftop. And their daughter, Blake, a really weird name for a daughter, she is in San Francisco with Emma's boyfriend, Daniel. Hey, it's Mr. Fantastic. And so he is a architect. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and so they're actually in one of his buildings. And he has a, has a meeting. So he disappears for a little bit. And Blake meets Ben. And so he is getting ready for a... What's the word? Interview. interview. That's the word. I'm wow. just... Y'all don't get it, man. I get so tired sometimes. <laughs> Words don't come to me. Uh, so he's getting ready for an interview in Daniel's giant building. Oh no, earthquakes. So Blake gets trapped in a limo in the parking garage. And our boy Daniel, someone had to be the heel in this movie because earthquakes are instantly, you know, bad. So fuck it. Let's give it to the new boyfriend. That's You would think he'd be good. He tells Blake, because she's trapped in the limo, hey, I'm going to go get help. I'll come back for you. Just like, in, <laughs> it's always sunny. And yeah, gets all types of swept away. So Daniel runs off. He tries to get help at first, but then the first person he asks or he tells, that dude gets hit by rock and like dies. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm done trying to help her. <laughs> Uh, the new guy that met Blake earlier, Ben, he goes to help with his little brother, Ali. And so uh, they're Rick British. Huh? I said Rick on Stark. Right. <laughs> so they go help Blake and they actually get her out of the limo and they reach Chinatown. So uh, Blake's really, really smart. So you learn that The Rock has trained her well about if things get bad and the world gets shitty. These are the things you need to do. So it was really cool to see. And in a movie like this, I guess they didn't want The Rock. I don't know. It, it felt like they wanted Blake to be more of the hero. Like The Rock did a lot of cool stuff in the movie, but it was more of Blake doing a lot. It was weird. But um, they realized that they can't use their cell phones. And so they find an old rotary phone and use a landline because, hey, go figure. And a lot of people don't have <laughs> those anymore. And they get in touch with The Rock and her mom. So they are in the helicopter and they are heading to San Francisco to pick her up. And they tell her to go to the tallest building in town. And we'll find out what happens with that later. So they are in the helicopter and it suffers some failure because earlier on they hit like a, some type, some piece of a building hit the helicopter. So 
they have to make an emergency landing at a shopping mall in Bakersfield and they actually filmed a little bit in Bakersfield. Oh, I wasn't sure if that was actually Bakersfield or not. Yeah, so uh, Bakersfield is not far from us. Uh, I don't know if that's a looty kind of place, but I guess if earthquakes went off, I guess every every place is a looty kind of Every place is a looty kind of place that's in the public. The Central Valley would be particularly bad for looting just because we would suffer damages if an earthquake like that happened, but we wouldn't be like as devastated because we don't have a lot of tall buildings like that. Like buildings would get fucked up and people would get hurt, but it wouldn't be like fucking absolute chaos and destruction like it is in San Francisco or LA where it's all high rises in a big section of the city. So looting would be absolutely wild here. Yeah. (laughs) So they realize that the helicopter's busted. They got to find a car, vehicle, and they find a guy stealing TVs. He's got like six in the back of the truck. And he's like, hey, fuck it. I can get one more. Seven sounds like a good number of TVs to have. And they steal his stolen truck. So, you know, big old circle of stealing. So uh, they roll off and they actually find a couple broken down on the side of the road and they do a little tradesies thing. They give them their truck and they actually figure out where the closest aviation field is because rock can do everything. So he's going to fly a plane, damn it. <laughs> so they are flying and they, the rock tells his ex-wife or almost ex-wife that they're going to jump out of the plane. And she's like, what, what, what do you, what do you mean? Why can't we just land? He's like, no, there's not going to be anywhere we can land safely. So I'm going to aim this plane toward the water. And we're going to jump out of this plane with these parachutes. She's like, I don't know about this. And he's like, eh, it'd be all right. And we'll land right into AT&T Park. It's awesome. We'll be fine. And they actually land. And um, they land onto the field and they land on the second base, Matt. And he says, uh, it's been a long time since I got you to second base. And he actually ad-libbed that line. And uh, the actress, she that was a genuine laugh. <laughs> He got from her after that. Oh, no. A 9.6 magnitude earthquake hits right when they get there. Sweet Jesus. So that is the largest recorded earthquake in history happening. Um, The Rock, he actually saves some people because he tells them to get closer to the stadium wall while things are falling. And that's actually a real thing. He, He calls it the triangle of life. I don't know if that's the real name of it, but I remember hearing about this. So if things are falling, get close to a wall because things don't necessarily fall straight down just the way it works there's this like triangle shape that will happen when big things fall and that's the safest place you can be is against a wall crouch as low as you can kind of scooched in as the safest you can be so he tells this group to do the triangle of life so hooray while all of this is happening we meet up with daniel so the shitty boyfriend that left his girlfriend's daughter to die this whole movie, he is like dragging people out of hiding places to get their spot and letting people die in front of him. He's being extra super duper shitty the whole movie. Um, it, it's really weird because at first I, I didn't think he was going to be a bad person and out of nowhere, it's time for that heel turn. So uh, he is on a bridge trying to leave and then he just gets smushed by a shipping container. The end. <laughs> Uh, his sister died 
real quick and he went down too. And that, that's the end of that. It was really weird. I feel they should have left him in the movie to the end. And he like, I don't know, gets back to the wife or something. And he like falls off some shit. I don't know. I'd have left him in it. Have him, have him suffer some more. But I guess they thought that was good enough. So unfortunately for the group, the, the earthquake, that's like tornadoes, the earthquakes are so hardcore, they cause a tsunami to form in San Francisco Bay. They actually had a specialist when it comes to earthquakes and things like that on set. And a couple of the ideas and real things that he brought up, he told them and they were like, yeah, okay, we'll put that in the movie. Uh, he told them about tsunamis and that's just not a really viable thing. He he said, like, if there was the most hardcore earthquake, there's a chance. <laughs> but tsunamis don't just happen because of earthquakes. Like, there's more to it. So, oh, well. So a tsunami happens. And Blake, Ben, and Ollie, they are on their way to the Knob. Knob Hill. Hey, I'm going to say Knob Building. Knob Hill because it's the second tallest thing in town. And because the first thing was absolutely on fire. And so they can't go there. Um, Ray and Emma, they get a boat and they outrace a tsunami. Uh, before it starts to crest and get really bad, they like ride into it. So it was pretty sweet. Um, and the ship, uh, this giant container ship, uh, it splits the Golden Gate Bridge in half. <laughs> And a ton of people on that bridge died, including Daniel, like I said. So Blake, Ben, and Ollie, they are in this building that Daniel is, it's under construction, and the wave still hits them in there. And with any movie where there's, I don't know, it's like obligatory. Either you have a fire scene or you have a water scene, and someone's got to do some swimming, and someone's got to do some drowning. So um, Blake is trapped underwater, and Ray finds his daughter and her friends and he dives in to rescue her um there's a whole crazy scene where rock has used his strength to to open up some some doors and stuff he gets her out hooray and performs cpr on her so the rock and his ex-wife they they bring up the reason that they aren't together anymore earlier so they had a second daughter and she died on a trip when they were like rafting and she fell in the water and the rock couldn't save her and so he blamed himself for not being able to save his daughter and it messed up their marriage and so the wife is like like did i do something like what is it and he's like no i just i was you know i wasn't quick enough i wasn't strong enough to do it so he blamed himself and she was like no it was not your fault yeah so when they find blake and she's like you know kind of dead <laughs> he does cpr and he's like i'm not losing another daughter god damn it and brings her back live damn you yeah just punches her chest <laughs> live, damn it. uh emma drives the boat through a window and gets them out of the collapsing building hooray uh survivors they're at a relief camp on the other side of the bay and ray and emma they're i guess they're not gonna sign those divorce papers hooray and <laughs> I thought it was a bit hokey, but you know, uh, Emma's like, well, what do we do now? And then you see like this American flag by the bridge, and he's like, we rebuild. 
I thought that was so fucking hokey when they did that <laughs> shit. Hey, it's a double meaning, guys. Come on. They're also going to rebuild their marriage. Oh, I like where you get that. I like where your head's at, Greg. And America's chock full of divorces. So, you know, that's why I got to put the flag in there, too. Yeah. Wouldn't it be the California flag, though, since this whole situation just fucked up California? But they were saying people from other places, volunteers are coming from everywhere. Including the UN from the other countries. <laughs> like, it wouldn't just be America. So you're saying it should just be a rainbow? Yes. <laughs> it should have been a rainbow over, <laughs> over San Francisco. Or coalition. Exactly. Over the busted-ass Golden Gate yeah. Bridge. Rainbow coalition is bitch. But yes, hooray! Um, and apparently, now because of all of the earthquakes and the tsunamis and all the scary things, San Francisco is an island now. Um, that's awesome and scary at the same time. So uh, that's San Andreas uh, is a lot of destruction to it. And go figure, in a movie where there's just destruction everywhere, there's not a lot to really explain. Uh, I left out 15 buildings falling on people and, yeah. you know, injuries. But, yeah, it, it's, it's people running from things. So. <laughs> uh, Katie, who is your favorite character in San Andreas? Um, that's got to be The Rock. He was so good. <laughs> uh, some of his stuff was really cheesy, but it's an action film. Like, I kind of expect that. The main character usually is the one to deliver the, like, I'll be back, like, intense cheesy lines but i really liked his character um i've never seen a movie where the rock cries so that was interesting i really liked seeing him like get to show off being emotional so yeah usually his characters are pretty stoic yeah even when his characters in other movies get emotional it's always just like it's an angry emotional not like he never actually ends up crying and then this one he like shed a tear or two so i was like good for you rock you're growing and i like that greg what about you oh that's i'm very impressed at how fast you got through this this summary well done it's a new disaster film (laughs) 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 um my favorite character is blake 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 yeah um that is the daughter right I get that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe second guess myself. Um, how rare is it for anyone's child to truly absorb just basic tidbits of wisdom from their parents as they're going up? Yet Blake here has absorbed more than just tidbits of wisdom. She has basically downloaded her father's survival kit from his brain to hers. And it was on full display throughout the entire film. And I thought that was pretty cool. It also made me reflect on the fact that there's probably plenty of things that I've learned growing up from my mother that I did not retain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That pale in comparison to to straight up survival. So I absolutely enjoyed that. That whole element to the film. I I felt like it was my favorite part to it. So it had to be Blake. And her newfound boyfriend, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Ben. Uh, summed it up pretty much perfectly when at the end he said, I think it was more of her taking care of us than us looking out for her. 
Like once, once, once he and and Rickon Stark saved her from that car, <laughs> it was all her. It was all her throughout there, and even even Rickon Ollie, sorry, uh, realized when when Ben wanted to second guess her at one point. I'm like, hey, everyone's going the opposite way. I know you want to go to the second highest point, but that's the opposite of where everyone else is going. Ollie says, "Look, <laughs> she's." She's demonstrated a lot of knowledge that's gotten us this far. I think we need to go ahead and stick with this girl. And I probably would have felt the same way. You know, it was, it was a safe bet at that point. So Blake all the way. I also find it interesting that two years later, her and The Rock are both on Baywatch. And I haven't seen Baywatch, but I'm pretty dang sure she didn't play his daughter. No, no, she was just a co-worker. She's supposed to be, um, I think she's supposed to be CJ. I think they're all different, like versions of people from the show. I believe she's supposed to be CJ, but I haven't seen it. So, I love that '90s theme song. Oh man, that's goddamn. That's a banger right there. <laughs> um, yeah, I went with Blake, and like I was saying before, it was hard for me to put in words, but it, like you know, this movie's got the rock on the cover. His face is ninety percent of the picture, but Blake's the hero of this film like the rock came in and like saved him and got him out of the crazy but blake did like five billion cool things honestly both of them did a lot of ridiculous stuff but like the rock he did things that he just kind of knew but blake had to do shit that you know she learned and read about or heard about and she was like doing it for the first time she was absolutely amazing in this film. He really? was stunts. She was intelligence. Yes. And I think that's what they were kind of going for. Let The Rock do all the cool, heavy stuff. You know, he's punching people and stealing cars and hopping out of planes. And like Blake be on the ground doing all the, you know, the cool, the cool street level shit. So I think that's what they were going for. And I liked it a lot. I appreciated that this film didn't re- really have any weak anybody the worst person was a shitty boyfriend but the women in this film were pretty good but i mean what a disaster film is only so strong you can be because you're fighting a fucking earthquake (laughs) it's not like a thing you can punch all you can do is run so everybody looks a little helpless in it but all just about all the women in this movie were pretty good for their situation so um katie who was your least favorite character Oh, that would be Daniel, the yeah. shit-ass boyfriend yeah. who was like, yeah, I'm going to go get help to help you out of this situation. And then immediately was like, <laughs> psych, I'm out. Every man for himself. Fuck your kid. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, he was, I mean, I understand being scared in a situation like that. And the dude right in front of him did just get smashed by the fucking roof. But like, if you're going to be someone's stepdad or parent parental figure, you can't just like fucking ditch him in the, in a garage. and be like, fuck it. Every person for themselves. That guy was the worst. Uh, Greg. Kind of reminded me of homeboy from, uh, from Titanic when things start to go really bad. Yeah, Billy Zane. Yeah, he sure was. He's like, this is my daughter. <laughs> I have a child. Here they just grab the kid. <laughs> I thought, you think he's doing the right thing? Like, oh my God, he saved her. I have a child. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Billy Zane, quick aside. 
Y'all think he kind of looks like Brendan Fraser? Billy Zane? Yeah. I can kind of see that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like both of them. My wife shuts me down every time I bring that up. I feel I got them confused when I was younger. They oh, kind of look, look alike. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> least favorite okay obviously it's daniel so i want to throw yeah. some other people on there i mean obviously it's daniel he, he can't not be daniel but i'd like to also throw out there um the looters yeah now i try these days not to try to understand irrational behaviors and in thoughts it's kind of like racism like it, it's racism irrational why try to understand it like there's no understanding it you know um but what you looting for what what are you gonna plug these TVs up into right now? Exactly. You have no home. <laughs> you, you have no use for any of these things. Unless well, in I Bakersfield, get... the houses probably didn't collapse. Well, then they're just sucky people. Yeah, they're just shit ass people. But yeah, but anywhere close, like in LA, if someone's like, "Yeah, I finally get those TVs I wanted," I'm like, well, where are you gonna put them in, Chief? <laughs> I've never understood that. And we've seen tons of movies, scary, not scary. Uh, like in World War Z, when that was falling apart the world, and Brad Pitt's like, hey man, I just need some like like asthma medicine. And this dude just stealing all of these drugs and he's got a gun out and he's like, I'm these are my drugs. He's like, bro, I just I just need like a inhaler. That's all I fucking need, man. Don't shoot me about an inhaler. And I'm like, it's just wild what people will steal, but I don't know. I guess people need some type of control when everything's falling apart. It's events like these that bring out the worst in people. It honestly kind of reminded me of Katrina, you know, how people are trying to get to areas or communities that were much safer were being denied and being kept out with, you know, armed citizens and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a mess. But yeah, th- that's a good other person. But yeah, I went with Daniel. It was kind of weird. Like I said, the first 20 minutes when you see Daniel, he's just a cool boyfriend that's really rich and he like owns buildings. And I'm like, okay, so he's probably going to get into some shit and die and Blake's going to have to save him or something like that. But then when Blake's trapped in a limo, he's like, I'll be back. She's like, don't leave me. I'll be back. And he never comes. I'm like, dang, he's that shitty that quick. And it's just. I don't know. It seems like that one bad thing he did, he just decided, I'm going full evil because I did that one shitty thing. Some dude was hiding around a corner. He's like, get out of that corner. That's my corner. And that dude just got swept away. (laughs) Just, I was like, Jesus, he's killing people now. (laughs) It it was crazy. Like, he he flipped so quick. I don't think I've seen a heel turn happen that fast in a movie. That was probably the fastest heel turn. Like, I've ever seen it. was weird. But yeah, I guess (laughs) events like these bring out the worst in people. You're right. But yeah, Daniel was crap. But then it wasn't even there for long. Like, let him keep doing bad stuff and then get his comeuppance at the end. Yeah, they gotta, he's gotta run into them again somehow or something. Yeah. You know, and then because I wanted the mom to get it, punch him in the mouth or something. He's like, don't leave my daughter alone, you piece of shit. And there, had to be, there had to be a confrontation. Yeah, it was weird. He died. They didn't even get any closure with that. They didn't need it because they were getting back together. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Was- and she left that voicemail. She said, bitch, 
I don't want you. Hey, yeah. he needs to hear that voicemail though. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it'd have been better if he was on the bridge and got the voicemail. They finally had enough coverage and he was listening to it. And then he oh, got oh, oh. that'd have been better if he got smushed when he was listening to the voicemail. He didn't even know he was fucking up. He just he just yeah, fucking I don't got a girlfriend anymore. I got smushed. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, it was such a weird, weird heel turn. So it was a weird element. Yeah, it was a weird element. Yeah. So let's do seven word synopsis. So uh what I was just talking about is my seven words. What a weird boyfriend heel turn. Jesus. It, it, it was just so quick. Like, I don't know. Maybe in the first time you see the boyfriend make him say something kind of weird. You're like, oh, that was kind of shitty. He didn't even say anything shitty when he met The Rock. Like, the ex-husband. He was just like, oh, hey, how's it going? So I'm like, it was it's such a weird flip. Katie. Sorry, I just closed my thing. Uh, Okay. Ben and Ollie were a great choice. Yeah. I loved that they... I don't know. You don't see a lot of disaster films where you like just pick up random people who are actually good additions to the let's survive situation. And I feel like Ben and Ollie both did their best to help uh, Blake Blake through the whole situation. Um, And their whole like meet cute and like Ollie being the cute little brother that was like trying to get Blake and uh, Ben together. I liked that a lot. And then uh, my second one, anti-California propaganda, earthquakes aren't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) This movie said earthquakes can see and they want to kill. And they're going to make a fucking, a new Grand Canyon right through the Central Valley. Fuck it. (laughs) Jesus, man. (laughs) God, that would fuck up so much stuff. Oh, uh, fun fun fact. There was a line at the beginning of the movie that said that Every 150 years, there's supposed to be some big earthquake, but we haven't had one. And that's true. Scientists really believe that we're due for a pretty good earthquake at some point. Big ass one in 1989. They don't think that was good enough. So apparently they're like, we should be getting one at some point. So, um, Greg. Uh, I got a couple. First one, I guess if this is propaganda, Katie, then it sure got to me because here are my (laughs) synopses. (laughs) Never go, never go to San Francisco. It's cold there. I like it. San Francisco is so pretty. I've been, I've been, I've been twice. But And you didn't come visit us? Go fuck yourself, Greg. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Otis wasn't living there yet. I don't think. Plus, every time I go, it's for something where I'm I have zero time because there's and then I have to leave right away. I yeah, he's like trapped. No, that's fair. That's how it, when everyone comes. I love that they had ATV Park in there though. Yeah, it was no longer. Right, when park. Otis left Texas, he actually didn't tell me he moved away. I'm just gonna put that out there. I texted him one day to see if he wanted to hang out. He's like, "Oh, I'm actually I've moved away." He never told me. He never told me he left. I'm bad at goodbyes. It hurts. Clearly, Jesus. <laughs> well that's besides the point here's my other one um talking california nightmares on such a quaky day damn which is which is in reference to uh to uh my other least favorite character whoever the music supervisor was who chose to p- put on the end credits that cover of california dreaming 
That how, was trash. How how trash and how cliche. Come on. How trash. Trash indeed. Oh. I love the song California Dreamin', but only the original one by the Mamas and the Papas. Same. And it just you didn't need to put that in the film. Like just come on. Come on. Come on. Are you done, Greg? That was it, I had to. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. This film came out May 29th, 2015. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was? Katie. 300 million. Okay. Great. <laughs> well, I cannot play this game. I must refrain. I must abstain. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so, I, thought I, like, I thought I'd go for like an MLK vibe this time. I like that. I like that. Uh, the budget, it was $110 million. I, I get where your head was at because there was a fuck ton of famous people in this. Well, I mean, most of it went to The Rock and the usage of famous buildings. Like, it wasn't all CGI. I know that some of it was actually filmed on location. And, like, The Rock fucking paralanded into AT&T Park. They were showing like real parts of California of yeah of California, so I was like that had to be fucking expensive. So that's why my budget guess was like way in the fuck out there. Those are all Lisa Simpson dioramas. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was a ton of dioramas. It's but... just clip art. <laughs> but AT and T Park wasn't, and I know that cost money to film there. <laughs> okay, so what do you think the box office was, Katie? I said three hundred million dollars <laughs> uh not bad the box office was 474 million dollars uh everyone really liked this movie and people watched it it's been a hot minute since we had a earthquake film and that's what the director was going for the biggest complaints that people had were some of the plot but they praised the rocks acting and the wife's acting they were like they did great other people were all right but they said the the plot was kind of meh which is it's earthquakes what are you what are you gonna do yeah Yeah, it's a disaster (laughs) film like it's not gonna be great yeah but all of the other added stuff like the whole thing with the the daughter that they lost in the water i thought that was really cool that they added that and you know talked about their issues i was like this is really nice you know and then they are running from an earthquake a couple minutes later. So uh, there's only so much you can do with a disaster film like that. You know? Eh. So yeah. uh, does anybody have anything else to say about San Andreas? It was good. No, I enjoyed oh. it. I uh, personally am kind of glad we have come to an end on this month because I need some time removed from this month and my travel plans over the <laughs> summer because this is... This is not doing well for me and my nerves. And I, I always think the worst of things anyway. So I, I'm fun. it was good to watch these movies, but it's time to move on. Greg, Greg, Greg hopping out of plane with a parachute. Ah! <laughs> You'd be screaming so hard. I'd be screaming so hard. Acting like I'm brave. I'd be screaming my ass off. <laughs> okay. So if you have any other cool fun facts about The Rock or... Alexandria Daddario, you're pretty. You can tweet us at 
Alan Tom Pod. We have an email. It is AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. So uh, I don't know for sure what our next genre, what month will be. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, you know how it works. So uh, like, <laughs> like always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with another film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. All the leaves are brown and the sky is gray. And the sky is gray. I've been for a while on a winter's day. Hey. <laughs> hey.